Hello, welcome to today's episode of Juicing the Numbers. I am your host, Joshua Tracing. And I'm Cal Grant. <laughs> uh, Corwin couldn't make it to record today due to um, some scheduling stuff with work. So it's going to be me and my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, we're leading with that. I thought it was going to be like a big reveal at the end. No, nah, might as well just get that out of the way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But like you, like, you know, we were talking about what to talk about beforehand because you have, you have experience in, in some different aspects of sports that would be fun. I do. I mean, I played basketball um, up until college and I was supposed to play college ball, but then I got injured my summer of my junior year during AAU season. It's a bad injury, cut everything off. But other than that, I've done some sports broadcasting in high school and college, so... I guess that's my sports background. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you know, you, now you're doing all this kind of production stuff. So, like, you're you're used to the whole scene. Yeah. Plus, you deal with me. Yes, you <laughs> are. <laughs> Baseball all the time. Yeah, we, we're really, we're also here with, with, with an avid fan of the podcast, <laughs> Kel Grant. <laughs> I've downloaded every episode. Yeah, unlike some of you fucks. <laughs> oh. Number one supporter right here. I should get a t-shirt or something. Now that I think about it. Well, once I have a t-shirt to give you, I'll, <laughs> I'll give you one. But like okay. until, unless you want to start, yeah, send me 50 bucks and I'll, I'll custom order a shirt for that's you. That's not how this works. Uh, that's how, you're not getting none more, more of my sweaters. <laughs> 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 All right, so we actually, we watched the uh, Stanley Cup Game 7 together. You want to start with that? Yeah. So this was your first NHL, uh, not your first NHL game because we watched Game 6 together too. Right. Uh, or Game 5. I want to say it was game five. I think it was game five. Um, so it's the second second NHL game. First time seeing people get to like lift the Stanley Cup and shit. What do right. you think? Well, to start, when we watched game five, I was a little lost. I remember not being able to find the puck and just being a really confused. common thing people say. Yeah. But then by game seven, it was a lot easier to follow. Plus, the Blues made it pretty easy to figure out where the puck was going. They had it a lot. Yeah, they did. And... Did they did they play the Bruins on Game Five too? Yeah, yeah, it's a series, so okay. they only played each other. Those are the last two teams, right? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know why it was so different. I think it was just after my first exposure, I was so focused on like, where's the puck? Who are these people? Speaking on the of where floor? the puck, did you did you listen to the episode where Corey and I talk about the different things that they had tried to do to make the puck more clear in like the like nineties and early two thousands? No, you told me about the jerseys switching up, but that uh, was something else. Yeah, that was a different thing. What the um, in like the nineties and early two thousands, they tried two different things. They tried um, having this red line that would travel behind the puck, so you could see the path it was moving. Wow! But like really bad nineties graphics, and plus, <laughs> if you were a fan of hockey, it was obnoxious because you didn't need the help. Right. Um, and like once you get used to hockey, even if you can't see the puck, you can usually figure out about where it is based on who's moving around and shit. Mm-hmm. So it was it was pretty bad. <laughs> um, they also wow. tried a glowing puck scheme in like the mid two thousands, where uh, the puck had like a, I think like a white luminescence around it that was equally as terrible. Um, Yikes! Yeah, would you find either of those things helpful, or would you rather just kind of figure it out? No, I think I would be more distracted by it uh, more than anything. So. Yeah, yeah, it was. It wasn't helpful. I mean, it's helpful. They do that in baseball sometimes when I, if I'm watching something and then they'll play like a replay, or in football too, they do that where they'll trace the ball, and that's helpful. Yeah, they, but they don't yeah. have any replays in hockey from what I've seen. No, they have they have replays, but it's usually just like different angles of different shots. It's not usually like look how far that shit traveled. Right. Mm. Yeah, like when, like when they did the replay on that one took a Rask goal. Well, I think they did a or replay. Or Blue's goal on took a Rask. I feel like they do replays every time it stops, but the clock doesn't stop that often, right? Like it stops for a goal. Uh, a goal, penalties, and certain other minor infractions like icing and offsides and stuff. There wasn't too much of that in Game 7, right? There was. There, Stopping. Uh, there, were, uh, there was enough. Mm. Uh, okay. It wasn't crazy. No. Yeah. So what do you think of the pageantry around the actual lifting of the cup? Honestly, I thought that they could do a lot more with it as far as cin- cinematography is concerned. We talked about this. I, I yeah. like the way that they handled it last season a lot better. Mm-hmm. It felt cooler. It, the other thing I thought was weird about this year is that they handed off the cup super quick. Because the way they did it last year, and from what I remember, at least in previous years, like you did almost like a whole like end a coast-to-coast kind of deal with the cup. Whereas yeah. the guys were like standing at half ice, 
and just doing like going to like like the circles and then back and it was like a really short little trip to get to carry the cup it felt kind of i don't know not like it meant less because all the dudes were like flipping out as they well deserve to but it, it felt like it should have been a bigger moment for them like they should have gotten it for longer and yeah it, it almost felt like a game of hot potato with that with that trophy it didn't seem as epic as i thought it was going to be because you were you were hyping it up josh it's such a good moment <laughs> i think it's still a great moment you know especially because they had the fireworks this year which is kind of neat but right i mean i th- didn't I help that all cool. the fucking boston fans are booing that was so sad to me, especially when what's that guy's name? The commissioner or something? Yeah, oh Gary Bettman. But every people boo the commissioner of every sport anytime he makes an appearance. You should <laughs> okay. watch the NFL draft really? and see what happens to Roger Goodell. Hmm. Yeah, Bettman got off light compared to what Goodell gets. Wow. Well, aside from them booing the the team that won, they also were cursing, which was really funny. Like they were all like "fuck yeah, yeah" when they got the the cup. And then and they had to go to commercial because they kept yeah. cursing and it's just like no shit, like not let alone putting a mic on a pro athlete at mm-hmm. any point in time ever, right. putting a mic on a pro athlete right after they win the championship and thinking that's going to be okay for you, man, <laughs> that was a terrible decision. Yeah, the broadcasters were like, we apologize for any explicit expletives that were said. Expletives. <laughs> expletives. Yeah, you were so close. Explicit. Hold on. The word is explicit, right? Uh, words can be explicit, but if you are cursing a lot, you are using a lot of expletives. Expletives. Yeah, yeah, that's one that, of those That English won't be words. the first time that that happens. Yeah, well, here's hoping. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also had uh, uh, the Raptors win in six games against the Warriors. I mistakenly said game seven last week. I was wrong. I don't watch basketball. I don't know what anyone's <laughs> expecting from me at this point. Right. Um, you got anything to say about that? <laughs> Not really. I caught like the last 11 minutes of it when I got home last night. I haven't been following because I don't have cable anymore. And yeah, I, I just haven't been following. The game was really close. Um, they ended up calling like a a BS foul call at the end of the game. That's most fouls that happen in that dumbass sport, though. Yeah, yeah. And you could just see, I'm, I'm sure it's a meme by now, but um, Steph Curry, when it got called against the Warriors, his face was just kind of like, wow, like that really just happened. And I'm sure it's a meme floating around somewhere. But You know who one of my favorite tangential people to the NBA is? No. Steph Curry's wife. I hate her so much. Why? She's awful. She's so whiny. What, what what does she ever whined about, Josh? Her, about how her husband gets treated in a sport where everyone gets treated like shit. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like Kate Upton whining about Justin Verlander not winning Cy Young every year. It's like bitch, back off! Like, <laughs> oh my god, the man can't win Cy Young every year. Aww. We get it. You suck him off a lot. Like, oh my back gosh! Off. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, uh, I, I, I had more interest this season than I have any of the past like three, because it was the first time it wasn't Golden State versus LeBron mm-hmm. in like four years, five years. But like, regardless, it's just tough when it's. Th- this was the first time LeBron hasn't been in, in the finals in seven seasons. He was there seven consecutive seasons. And the first time this man doesn't go, a whole nother country just jumps on in there and wins the fucking right. championship. But it's just tough to care when there's that much consistency. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like always the... It's it's LeBron and Curry. It's like the two. Yeah. LeBron just wasn't there this year. Yeah, the fucking Raptors. That means that, that, that Canadian base, uh, baseball... Damn it. <laughs> um, basketball teams have won their championship more recently than Canadian, any Canadian hockey team. And there is one Canadian basketball team. There's, like, at least four or five or six Canadian hockey teams. Really? Fuck, how many Canadian? What are they? It's, uh, it's, the, it's the Montreal Canadiens, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, <laughs> the G- Winnipeg Jets, the Edmonton Oilers, the Calgary Flames, the Vancouver Canucks. So it is six. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I forgot anybody. If I did, if I forgot you, Ottawa Senators. I was about to say, if I forgot you, you're probably an irrelevant sad sack team, and I forgot the Ottawa <laughs> Senators, and they are an irrelevant sad sack team. So there's seven Canadian teams. Fuck you, Ottawa. Wow. 
Yeah, Eugene Melnick should sell his team. I don't know. I know you don't know what that means, but Not I know someone clue. listening to this knows what that means. And fuck you, Eugene Melnick. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. They um, they suck. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, t- so do you think you're gonna end up watching any of the hockey season next season? Yeah, I'm actually get really your first excited. little taste. Yeah, I'm really excited for it to start, especially because. I got past the whole like learning curve of it and understanding. I still don't understand all like the penalties and everything like that, but it was a really exciting game to watch. And it also helped that you were really excited for the blues. So yeah. that kind of got me yeah. hyped about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then we finally got to watch. We were wearing our Rangers jersey. Well, we were wearing my Rangers jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it'll be fun to watch a team with the jersey you're wearing actually playing the sport. Mm-hmm. That'll be good for her. for the for enhancing the viewing experience. You're not a Devils fan at all? Nah. No. Well, because like my my family's been in the area for so long, it's like why change affiliations just cuz the team moved in, you know? Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, so my family's been rooting for the Rangers from before expansion. So they were my 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 great uncle who's the guy who got me into hockey has been rooting for the Rangers back when there were only 6 teams and the only one close was the Rangers. And then there was the Islanders, and that didn't matter because they were still in New York. And then it wasn't until the 90s that the um, Devils actually came to Jersey from from Colorado. And by that point, he'd been rooting for the Rangers for like 40 years. And you're just going to like up and change 40 years into your fandom? Yeah, not Just because a team's marginally closer to you? Right. Like, 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 do you think your dad would stop rooting <laughs> for the Sixers if they put one in like Bayonne? Well, well, I guess no, now he lives in but, Pennsylvania. But the thing, well, no, he still lives in Jersey True. as of right now. But that's what happened to him with the Nets. Like, he was a hardcore Nets, Nets fan until they moved to Brooklyn. And he was like, what's the next closest team that's not the Knicks? And he picked the Sixers. Yeah, so, but yeah. Well, no, he told me, though, that he he bought Sixers season tickets to see a bunch of teams because they were cheaper and closer and then he just went to enough games where he was like, oh, I'll fan. root for the Sixers. <laughs> okay. Which, like, honestly, I do kind of get that. Um, I wouldn't do it, but I do get it. He's just, you know, he's 60, lives alone now. He's got to do something with his time, I guess. Yeah, and, and drowning in the Sixers, I guess, is something. Yeah, he's a, he should get a trophy or something. He's a super fan. So there was a, um, there was, this is a really petty thing. But there was a super fan at the at the game seven. This little girl, like, game seven of the hockey, of the hockey, of yeah, the- <laughs> of, uh, of, of of game, yeah, of game seven of the NHL finals, and mm. she was like, I don't know, <laughs> fucking looked like she was eight or some shit. I don't like that. I don't think. I don't think. No, no. Oh. Let me explain. I don't think you can be a super fan if you're like eight or nine, because you're just a kid. That's Every kid's obsessed with something. Every kid's obsessed with the TV show they really like, the movie they really like, the band that they're really into, you know? Okay. Their friends, whatever. Because you're not a super... That's like saying you're a sneakerhead when you're rich. So you can just buy all the shoes. That's You're not... Th- this person hasn't... I appreciate she likes the blues, and I think the blues did the right thing by like bringing her along, but I don't think you can call a kid a super fan because, like... They didn't. They didn't pour themselves into this the way like a grown person with a job and responsibilities puts all those things off because they're just too obsessed with their sport team. <laughs> I see what you're saying, but are you a Yankee fan because like your family's Yankees fans? What <laughs> aren't you a Yankees fan because it's like oh no part you, you of your family? The point entirely. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. But you're saying that like this little girl is just obsessed with this because this was like the thing that was put in front of her. Are no, I, no, I'm saying all kids are obsessed with something. Okay, this just happens to be the thing that was was put in front of her to be obsessed with. Uh, fair. Okay. So I'm saying, like, maybe she had to become a super fan. Like, maybe her, much like you, maybe you're like, he, her family is just super, super into hockey. And so she grew up with it. So, like, isn't that the definition of a super fan? Being, like, immersed in it all the time? Mm, I'd say it, it's immersing yourself in it. And I don't okay. think kids have the capacity to do that yet because mm-hmm. they have nothing else going on. That's fair. You know what I mean? That's like fair. a kid, there's no child out there that has to put anything off. They don't have to dodge their <laughs> responsibilities to go watch the game. You know what I mean? Right. It's 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 homework, 
it's school, it's nap time, it's snack time, it's dinner time, <laughs> it's the game. And everything you did that day got put in front of you. Someone drove you to school. Right. Someone made your meals. Someone put you to bed. Someone made your dinner. And then someone turned the TV on for you to watch the game. Aww. And I just don't think you could be... You're a fan. She seemed like a sweet kid. I'm not trying to disparage her at all. <laughs> it's not her fault. I'm not saying she's wrong. Are you saying that her parents are wrong? No, I'm saying I don't like the word super fan being ascribed to someone that hasn't hit puberty yet. <laughs> I think it's super cute. I think it's cute. I think, I think it's what plenty they were going cute. For. I understand that's what it's going That's what I'm saying. It's just petty as fuck. This is super petty. I understand that myself. <laughs> I, I'm a nitpicky dude. Right. Um... Would you say you're a super fan of anything? Me? No. No. Yeah, me neither. I can't think of of a single thing that I would put off my responsibility. How would you how would you define super fan though? Huh. I would say someone who like lives and breathes a particular thing. So I would say that you're kind of like a Yankee super fan, in my opinion. Maybe you don't go to enough games to be considered that. They're just so far away. <laughs> but I think as far as like having knowledge of the team and being really enthusiastic and passionate about it, I think that's that's where you are. So I think I have a lot of enthusiasm and passion because I have a lot of enthusiasm for the things I'm into. You okay. know? I I'm definitely a bigger Yankee fan than I am anything else. I'm not sure I'm a super fan, though. I feel like that involves wearing a lot more buttons. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I feel like I don't have enough enough flair on my on my on my outfits for mm. that. I feel like I don't wear I don't wear hats with enough stuff on it. So you don't think it has to do with going to the games? I think going to the games is a fair metric. A boss thing is like I don't try to shoehorn it into every conversation I have. If it comes up, it comes up Do because you? something happened, <laughs> okay. you know, or I'm doing something related to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm never, I'm not like knocking on. Did you see the game last night? Oh my God. You know what I mean? I'm not doing that to any of my coworkers. Um, also, because I don't like talking to anybody <laughs> in general. But yeah, they have a podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm a super fan. I think I'm very into it. I'm. You you might get to call me a baseball super fan. I think I could see that. I do own a fuck ton of baseball paraphernalia, and I I invest a lot of my time into reading about baseball and and mm. doing math for baseball for fun. <laughs> so yeah, that's where you maybe are. you could get to call me a baseball super fan. I think I could see that more. Mm. Um, I have more baseball jerseys than anything else, um, and hats if you want to add that shit in there too, but. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm quite there. I think I'm trending in that direction with the Yankees, but I'm not sure I'm quite there yet. So do you think there are such things as fake superfans? Like people who front, like they have all the, the swag and then they're not really into the team or like the sport? Uh, I'm sure there's someone out there trying to impress somebody. Mm. <laughs> someone who's out there like, oh, they'll finally think I'm cool. I finally <laughs> got that Browns jersey. Jeez. But uh, nah, in, in general, probably not. Now, in general, if you if you're if you're that into it, you're, you're you're dropping all the cash for it. Then you're probably into it, you know, because at some point, like you're gonna reach a dollar amount where it's like this isn't the return on my investment here is terrible. I mean, I know a lot of girls that just fashion the latest. Like I know a bunch of girls that wear Warriors stuff all the time and they're not warriors fans all right so no, that shit drives me insane right is that, that, called, is that bandwagoning no yeah that, yeah yeah even if it's just for style it's still bandwagoning that shit drives me i see i see kids who mm. wear warrior shit around like my gym and shit and that shit drives me fucking insane because you're gonna tell me that your kid has a passion for basketball and they want to wear they want to get more into it so they're getting their own stuff which is great Mm-hmm. And you aren't going to share with them anything, because if your kid is getting into basketball and they pick a team that is three thousand miles away, that tells me you never said, "Hey Johnny, let's go watch the Knicks." Hey right. Jimmy, let's go watch the Sixers. Hey Sarah, let's go watch the Nets. <laughs> and instead, you said, "Let's put this shit on the TV," and I'm going to walk the fuck away. 
because you're not spending time with your child trying to invest in their hobbies more. Because if you okay. did, they'd probably root for a local team instead of rooting for a team they will never fucking see three time zones across the, the country. <laughs> Drives me absolutely insane. Wow. Yeah, I can I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't mean to open that can of worms. This is who I am. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all about the small stuff. Apparently. Yeah. Oh well, it is what it is. Mm. What can you do? I get what I paid for. <laughs> you didn't pay for any of this. I paid for all the your things today. <laughs> Yikes! All right, you want to try to guess? Guess. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna see how how many um, either teams or cities Kel can get for baseball. Oh, Do you want to guess the teams based on the city or the city based on the team names? Let's try it one way first, and then switch no, it up if no, I suck. No, really? No, you have oh. to pick all thirty. Okay. Um. I gotta. You gotta give me the city. I'm gonna have to give you the, the city. City? Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Oh, shit, Josh. No, I'm so not ready. We're, we might abort this in a little bit. Oh, okay. no. We're finishing no matter what. Oh, God. Okay. Because I want to hear what you come up with. <laughs> you can't think <laughs> of a team. I'm going to think of names. Oh, I'm so nervous. All right. So team nervous. number one, we'll start off light. New York. Yankees. All right. And number two, New York. Mets. <laughs> okay. There you go. <laughs> Boston. Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philadelphia. Phillies. Yep. I'm going to actually pull up my phone for the standings just to make sure I don't miss out on any teams because I would feel bad about that. Okay. Um, We're four for four so far, so I'm feeling good. I'm glad How many you... teams are there, Josh? There's, there's 30. That's it? Total? Yeah, what do you mean that's it? That's that's. The... Didn't you say there's like two uh, national and something else? Are there different leagues or something? Yeah, there's the National League and there is the American League. Okay. All right. Anyway. Arizona. Diamondbacks. Okay, okay, okay. Baltimore. Orioles. Mm-hmm. Mm. Houston. Ooh, it's silent right now. Fuck. Astros? Astros. Very good. Wow. Los Angeles. Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Anaheim. <laughs> I'm sorry. One more time? Anaheim. Oh, babe, I don't know. The Los Angeles blank of Anaheim. The stupidest name in sports. Los Angeles. Not the Devils, the... Angel. Oh, I knew this. Okay. (laughs) I knew that. Man. Okay. Texas. I'm going to make up one here. Dude, do it. The the Longhorns. (laughs) Uh, that's, That's the college team. Uh, same name, same name as them. The Rangers, Texas Rangers. Oh, that's cute. That's how the Rangers, the hockey team, got their name because one of the original either owners or like GMs or somebody, his name was Tex. So the joke was that his hockey team was Texas, like possessive Texas Rangers. Yeah. So they became like the Rangers because it was it sounded funny. Um, and oh, then the Texas Rangers baseball team is the proper iteration of that. Wow. Yeah. So there's your history lesson today, you fucks. <laughs> uh, Toronto. God damn it. It's one of them bird teams. Hawks. No. No. no that's hold on. Atlanta for basketball. See, told you I knew shit. Thank you. Uh, Blue Jays. Blue Jays. Wow. Yeah, that was right. a shot in the dark. That, well, you hit it on the nose. Minnesota. Vikings. That's the football yeah. team. Um, can I have a hint, please? Can I phone a friend? I'm your only friend. <laughs> That's a sad truth. Um, I need a hint. Not triplets, but... <laughs> Twins. I twins. was literally thinking <laughs> quadruplets. That's not it. Twins. It's the twins. Twins, yeah. <laughs> um, Chicago. They got two. Ba- Cubs. Cubs. Cubs is one. Cubs and... They're playing the Yankees right now. White Sox. White Sox. There you go. Uh, Kansas City. Royals. Yeah, I just saw this. You heard about them plenty. <laughs> um, Tampa Bay. Dolphins? That's a football. Yeah. Um Well you know Mariners? your football teams? No, that's that's Seattle. Yeah. Um are they a 
they're a sea a, animal? Yeah, they're a sea creature. The thing that sea killed horses. Steve Irwin. A crocodile? <laughs> no, he was the crocodile hunter. He didn't get killed by a crocodile. <laughs> a stingray? Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, there oh, you go. Oh, wow. Wait, is it short for stingrays or are they the rays? Uh, they originally the devil rays, but they dropped the devil and just went with rays. But it's supposed to be stingrays. They okay. actually have a, a, a fish tank with stingrays in it in the ballpark. That's really cool. Yeah. Have you ever been to that ballpark? Nah, fuck that shit. Let's go now. Tropicana okay. Field is considered one of the worst ballparks in America. Why is that? Um, it's shitty. It's okay. in a bad location. It's poorly constructed, and no one goes. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, in short. And no. Yeah. I also have the long-standing belief, I will say on here as often as I can, Tampa Bay does not deserve any of its sports teams, and all of them should be moved to Portland. They don't deserve the Bucks. They don't deserve the Rays. They don't deserve the Lightning. They don't deserve to have people, um, <laughs> and you should just wipe it off the map. And or give it to the DR because they could use some help. Um, gotcha. Cleveland. I want Cavaliers name is, is on this my This name, name. Is, is mad problematic. Indians. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Detroit. Tigers. There you go. Uh, Oakland. Well, I went with Raiders, but that's football. Um, athletics, right? Yeah, yeah, and and I remember that you have completed. All of the American League. How many did I actually get? All of them. Oh, well, no, I helped you with a few. We'll say like 12 out of 15. Okay. Aren't there 30? Yeah, but we, that was the American League. We got to do the National League now. Oh, but you already knocked God. a few of them out. You already said the Dodgers. You already said the Cubs. You already said the Mets and the Phils. Uh, Miami. It's a fish. D- D- Dolphins is football. Right? That's dip. Still didn't change <laughs> since the last time you said it. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, Miami. Uh, yeah. uh, Marlins. Why do I keep wanting to say Mariners? I don't know. Okay, sorry. Miami Marlins. Marlins. Got it. Um, Milwaukee. Fucking what? Uh, mice. <laughs> Milwaukee mice. I don't know. Brewers. I knew that because your hat. You got a hat. I do have a brewer's hat. Damn it's a it. great hat. Maybe um, if I saw the name, it would help. Okay. St. Louis. Cardinals. Cardinals. Washington. Nationals. Okay. Pittsburgh. Steelers. That's, again, football. Um, Pittsburgh. First team to lose the World Series. I have, is it an animal? No, it's a person. It's a type P- of people. Yeah. P- Pirates. Yeah, there you go. Very good. <laughs> Cincinnati. I have. I feel like they have like a. Uh, it's a color. Is it the blues? No, is it that's the St. Reds? Louis. It's the Reds. Okay. It's the Reds. Uh, oh, that's right. We just talked about Colorado. Rockies. There you go. Thanks, Mark. Uh, <laughs> Mark doesn't listen to this. <laughs> San Francisco. Uh, um, is it a bird? Is it a plane? <laughs> um, San Francisco. That used to be in New York. Duh, no. Yeah. No, I was about no. I was no, saying no to what I was. Don't saying. dispute my facts. Thank you. Um. Uh, Babe, I have no idea. There's a reason that one of the football teams in New York has the word football in it. New York football giants? Giants. Yeah, because the baseball team came first. Right, you told me this. Oh. Yeah, maybe you don't listen I wish to me I at could, all. I wish I could pull this knowledge when I actually need it. Yeah, yeah instead of just losing it the second I say it. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, disrespectful. Right. Uh, last team, babe. San Diego. Man. Yeah, there's a few of them. Um, there's a few San Diego teams. No, there's a few men on the team. <laughs> Man. Um, San Diego. I really want to get this one. Um, I hope so. San hope. Diego. Is it an animal? No. Can I buy a vowel? <laughs> a. Where's the <laughs> Where's the A located? How much did you buy it for? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, just start with A. No. San Fr- San Diego. Start with the D. No. Uh, 
Yeah. No, we have to. <sighs> it's 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 like it's based on a religion. <laughs> um. What's the Spanish word for father? Oh, the Padres. Yeah. Oh man. Yep, San Diego Padres. You say this so often too. Yeah, I, I, often. <laughs> you do. Do I talk about the Padres often? We had like a lengthy conversation about them one time because you were telling me about the the Madres, the Twitter. Thing, oh yeah, because the, the yeah the San Diego Padres lost they lost their Twitter handle <laughs> to a random kid after they tried to change their name to the Madres for a day for Mother's <laughs> Day. Yeah. Oh, that was funny. I forgot about that. That was good. Yikes. Yeah, you did okay there, kid. Ugh, I you tried. You didn't do half bad. I didn't do half good. You did a few. Did a good job. Oh, okay. So now that you've watched a few sporting events with me, what do you think about like the technical stuff that you see in that? Since you do have a background in production, as you felt the need to tell me before we started recording, as you criticized my setup over here. Why you gotta do this to me? (laughs) Um, What do I think about the technical aspects? Because one of the things I thought was really interesting that you said was when we were watching—I forget if it was Game Five or Game Seven—was you thought that the camera operator must have been a machine because of how quickly it was moving and how well it was keeping up with the players when in fact that is a person who does that right i thought that was really interesting yeah i was surprised that there was someone on skates with a camera like following the players as they were being introduced and oh, not the, yeah, yeah a like uh, a rig from the from the jumbotron from the following them around yeah because it wasn't it was really smooth I was I was surprised, especially because they didn't cut between cameras. They just literally stayed on the same camera as they were introing introing each player. So the guy was just skating from player to player, very smoothly. I wonder what the like the qualifications are to be a camera op- because being a camera operator isn't the the world's easiest job, surprisingly. Right. And to do that job well and on skates, I don't know. I just wonder what that like interview process looks like and how they get that job. Yeah, it's probably one of those things where you need like twenty five thousand years of experience <laughs> to get a job like that. I don't know. Right. Um, I thought that the the coverage of the oh, were you talking about when I was surprised that the machine wasn't following the actual game? That it was a person that was a camera operator following the game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Oh, I thought that was pretty cool too. Because I'd imagine, I thought it was a machine that was tracking the puck. Right. And all the movement, but I don't know. That person, because if, if they're using a viewfinder, then they have to follow that game through a very, very tiny screen. That's what I always think is so cool about, like, when you, whenever you see, like, um, a long fly ball, like a bullet of a line drive in baseball, is that the camera operator is usually not just on it, but, like, zoomed in pretty far considering how fast balls travel because especially in the advent of seeing of, of having the availability of uh, exit velocity for pitches or mm-hmm. for, for hits uh, the fact that you know, this camera operator is following a ball that's like what three inches in diameter four inches in diameter um, traveling 110 miles an hour while zoomed in right like that's fucking impressive. Mm-hmm. These guys are good at their jobs. That they are. I'm actually curious to to see what the control room looks like at these sporting events because I bet it's chaos. I bet too because the director has to take each camera and while giving the camera ops instructions and her TV instructions, like it's just just a lot going on. Would you ever want to do that? I really like being a technical director, um, but it is. It is very chaotic, especially because you can't mess up. And I haven't seen an instance of the games that I've watched where they've messed up a live broadcast, like where the the wrong camera was taken or anything like that. At least it didn't. It didn't seem like that. That's because we haven't watched any ESPN broadcasts. Oh, they're trash. Yeah, they're fucking trash. I remember once they were broadcasting. It was a Yankees game. I'm trying to remember if it was the playoffs or not. It was either the playoffs. Or it was a regular series game against a rival. This was 2017 because Todd Frazier was still on the team. And they cut away from the game happening to show an interview that they'd played 
already that day Yikes. of Alex Rodriguez walking along the base pads with Todd Frazier. And like we missed, oh, I want to say it was like a strikeout or like a hit or some end of of a sequence between a pitcher and a batter was missed because ESPN cut away from the game happening. Wow. To show an interview that fucking nobody cared about. <laughs> and um yeah, their broadcast is pathetic. It's a shame because I actually think the booth that they have is fine. Mm-hmm. Um I think Alex Rodriguez is a personable fucking dude. I think Matt Vergasian, or however the fuck you pronounce that dude's last name, um, he's actually, I think he's a really solid play-by-play dude. And I really like Jessica Mendoza. I think she gets a lot of shit for no reason. Mm. No, that's not true. I think she gets a lot of shit for being a woman. Um, but I really like her as a broadcaster. I think she does She does uh, exactly what they're asking her to do, and I don't think that it's her fault that these broadcasts are shit because the ESPN production crew is so bad. Yikes. That I think that you just end up hating the commentators because they're there. Mm. It's like hating your team's manager when your team's sucking. It's like you know it's probably not the manager's fault, but like fuck that guy. That's He's sitting right there, mm-hmm. you know, looking all stupid, <laughs> not doing anything about this, and just mad at him. But he's probably doing what he's told. I guess that's why it's so easy to get ESPN internships. They probably have a bunch of interns up there running the show. Well, they fucking fired all like their main. Remember, like like two years ago, ESPN fired like all their writers. Yeah, actually. Yeah, that shit was wild. So I'm not surprised Jeez. that they have easy fucking internships to get. They probably pushed all the. I don't. This is, so let me let me let me go on another one of these because I <laughs> please buckle up. I never understood the direction ESPN took as a company mm-hmm. because ESPN back in the day before like YouTube was like where all sports um, organizations would put all their highlights. Mm-hmm. You had to go to ESPN for it because where else were you going to find like that week's top ten plays or whatever. Nowadays, you can find it on Twitter, or if you follow the groups on other pages, you can follow them on like Instagram, or just go to YouTube. So right. you had to go to ESPN. But then when you know YouTube and Twitter and everything got, got bigger, and you could just post all those videos there, and you could watch them anytime you want instead of waiting for ESPN to do it, they started to dip in their popularity. Okay. You pulled a Corbin right there. I did. Yeah. I noticed it, and I tried to pull it back. Um. Corey, if you listen to this, fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and instead of doing... So, let me, let me just break it down this way. ESPN was successful because they provided a service that no one else could really do, right? Mm-hmm. No one else could really, at the time, put all highlights and highlight breakdowns in one spot for you to view. And when they that service became more accessible... What they should have done is found that new thing that no one could provide but them, okay. which would have been in-depth analytical breakdown of what's happening, right? right. It would have, like sabermetrics for baseball or advanced stats for football, like quarterback rating and like breaking down uh, the different zones of the of the uh, the football pitch and like all these kinds of things to see like uh, how the game works on a different on a, on a deeper level because that's something you couldn't find anywhere else at the time that they started dipping in popularity when the highlights became more of a thing you couldn't get in-depth analysis Mm -hmm. instead what they did was do the thing that was getting just as popular which was just hot takes because when youtube twitter facebook and instagram started get all getting really big I mean, not only was that a platform for organizations to put their highlights so that they were all there accessible, it was also a platform for people with terrible opinions right. to say them super loud <laughs> and cause a, 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 a fracas and a discussion. Mm-hmm. And ESPN decided to do that, which also wasn't a desired service because you could get that shit anywhere else. When instead, what they should have done is what they're finally doing now on ESPN Plus because now Kobe has a show where he breaks down basketball stuff, and Peyton Manning has a show where he breaks down football stuff, mm. and it's taken them like 10 years to do it. Um, they also had a, uh, a Sabermetrics baseball broadcast for the wildcard game last the last baseball season, which was awesome. Uh, that's what I watched. It was way better. Where they did like, you know, um, bigger analytics. They, 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 did, they did advanced analytics for that broadcast because there's a demand for it and it took them like 10 years to figure out that that's what people want 
not hot take journalism you can get fucking anywhere. Especially because they do that on the radio, too. Yeah, with Steve. Mm-hmm. I don't get me wrong. I love Stephen A. Smith. I am a I am a fan of Stephen A. Smith. I have no shame in saying that. I think he's hilarious, mm-hmm. and I do think he's generally informative. I think he gets a lot of bad highlights because the dude just works. I don't think people appreciate how much that man works. It's all the time. But yeah, he's hot take journalism. Same thing with that um with with Skip and Shannon's show. Yeah. So they you're saying that ESPN had a missed opportunity, and now it's and now it's just late in the game for them. To pick up what they're picking up? I think if they do it well, like, there's nothing stopping them from putting together a good product. And, see, I think that's the thing. I think that they spent so long where, like, when you used to hear, da-da-da, da-da-da, it was like, fuck, highlights, like, or, oh, cool shit that happened this week. This is exciting. Right. And now when you hear, da-da-da, da-da-da, it's like, oh, it's going to be like that stupid... What was it? HQ show where they got, like, those two dudes with that old guy in the middle and... It's like, Poppy, what do you think about this dunk? And it's like, what are we even looking at? This is pathetic (laughs) and weird and stupid. Like, I don't want to sit around looking at two young dudes asking an old dude his opinion on random shit. This is, it comes off like a bad parody of what ESPN would be. Yeah. And instead, it's actually ESPN. Where instead, if they had former athletes and people who, like, are up on their shit uh, talking about this kind of stuff be a much better show because you can't get um unless you want to like get into the world of podcasting or into the world of you know reading about your sports instead of just watching the show about your sports you're not going to have an easy time finding like who leads the league in ops this season or who has the highest passer rating to the left side of the field or on deep routes or like you know I'm not sure which advanced stats you'd really use for the NHL. Like, what team leads the league in Corsi? Or I don't know what advanced stats there are for basketball. Maybe, you know, it could just be something as basic as uh, percent of three uh, three three pointers made for different um, sides of the, of the court as mm-hmm. compared to other sides. I don't know what. But regardless, like, you could find a more interesting way of breaking down the highlights since you lost the ability to just show the highlight and say, there's your, there's your slop. You goddamn pigs eat from the trough like you deserve. <laughs> now, oh and so it's because that's the easy way out, which is fine. They got by on the easy way out, but instead of pivoting into being like, "Hey, we're a trusted sports network. Let's build a brand," they said, "said here's more slop in the trough. Yeah, we're just changing the food coloring. <laughs> like this is if it's just they they fuck themselves so hard in such a preventable way. Well, I just don't get it." Especially because there's more than one sports network now, right? I feel like ESPN used to be the go-to, and now there's other options. Yeah, you have um, MLB Network for the MLB, NFL Network, um, uh, the NHL Network. Pretty much every sports um, sport has their own network at this point. Non-affiliated to ESPN. Right, right. Wow. Yeah, I, th- I really, like, I will, I will die on this hill that ESPN missed a huge mark. And now, I th- they just lost so much credibility. Because that's one of the reasons. One of the reasons they fired all their writers is because they just don't have much money like that anymore. Wow. That's why they ended up getting sold to Disney, because they were broke. Because I and I think this is the reason. I think this was this was their th- that was their big mistake. Mm-hmm. How you adapt over time as a company is going to reflect how you go forward. You know, and they pivoted the wrong way. And what I'm trying to say here is they should hire me to run their network, <laughs> give me m- lots of money, and let me make all your decisions and meet Peyton Manning. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What are your thoughts, Cal? Uh, sh- on that, I think you covered it because I don't I don't really follow I don't really follow sports too much anymore. Um, I don't have cable, and that's a thing. Um, so I get all my sports news online now. So I, I don't really have an opinion as far as like how the networks have been changing over time and adapting or lack thereof. So, yeah, I don't really watch too much sports TV at this point outside of actually watching sports, um, or if I'm at the gym because they always put it on because this is the gym, bro. Like you gotta put on the sports, bro. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll always listen to the the Stephen A. Smith show in the car or whatever's on. That channel that's in my car. ESPN. Yeah. Whatever's on there, I'll, I'll turn on and listen to sometimes. But 
a lot of the other sports news I get is during the actual news broadcasts that I listen to. So I love listening to that because you can tell that they're trying to just be like, and today the uh, the Yankees <laughs> playing the Mets uh, first game of the Subway Series. Let's uh, looks like the weather outside is looking pretty nice. Oh uh, my god! Yeah, these two teams have been going through their own trials and tribulations this year. <laughs> I mean, it's just so sterile because if you watch like 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 a sports broadcast, like and the shitty Yankees taking on the fuckheads of the Mets, you know those dirtbags from Queens taking up those slop fiends from the Bronx. <laughs> And it's just like, wow. <laughs> yeah. I think that... Let's have a good game out there, guys. Oh, my gosh. I think that if you want to get, like, an overall census of, of what's going on in the sports world, that the, the news broadcast is just fine. But if you want the opinionated and and raw version, you would go to, like, one of the sports networks. Yeah. It's just it's just so hard to, like... I was, I was watching um, uh, News 4 in New York the other day. <laughs> And uh, I love that's how they say it. Uh, and it's just so hard to take it seriously when you have the same dude talking about, like, a murder on East Tremont then be like, and the Yankees are in Chicago this week. And it's just like, right. yeah, but, man, you just talked about that murder in the same exact tone you're talking about the Yankees. And, like, this is weird. Like, this is uncomfortable. Like, your next segment's about shopping. Like, you're all <laughs> over the place. Like, I can't handle the huge jumps in tone or in, in, in topic, but the tone's the same. Like, yeah. Well, would you prefer if, like, a different guy came on for every single topic? Yeah. Really? I want the murder guy <laughs> for murders. What does a murder guy sound like, Josh? Go ahead. He sounds like this. <laughs> <laughs> there is a death today. Honey <laughs> 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 stream on. That's enough of these. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's really good. Yeah, that's what all I want in life. CESPN should hire me. Mm. Let me run your network from the ground up. I'm going to hire all my friends, Ulysses S. Grant style. See, look at that reference. You wouldn't get that reference on today's networks. That fucking OG Spoils of War reference. Mm. But anyway, uh, yeah, you got any other hot takes? <laughs> no, I think that you've covered them. I want, I want one hot take out of you on something. Um... Okay, I'll go with. I. Mm, mm. I dislike watching sports with female sports commentators. What? Oh, this hurts my heart. Oh yeah. Uh, why? Well, tell me why this hurts your heart. Because uh, I grew up with Susan Waldman. Okay. I love Susan Waldman. She was her listening to her and John Sterling call Yankees games was a big part of my childhood. I find great comfort in having some female commentators around the sport. All right, well, because I've I've never watched baseball up until like meeting you and and watching it with you. Many people have told um, me this. <laughs> as far as like basketball is concerned, like we have broadcasters like Doris Burke, who I'm I'm just not a huge fan of. Um, I think that she's gotten better over the years, but one of the like biggest criticisms of sports, of female sportscasters, is that they don't add anything to the game. Like they're supposed to be color commentators and add things that you know you you wouldn't think of, but it almost sounds like the play-by-play -play is just being repeated by the female sportscaster, and I have a problem with that. Yeah, I I I think a lot of people's problem is that like I think women get an unfair uh dis with the word shrill mm. I think there's a it's a common word people use when they just don't like hearing a woman so I think that that's a reason you don't hear a lot of women um play-by-play -play analysts so then a lot of the women tend to be color commentators but then a lot of women don't have experience playing the sport which is sure. which is changing now mm -hmm. you know but like that was the like Susan Walman never played baseball but she's the color commentator which feels weird because she's not a former baseball player or, like, anything like that. But she knows her shit. Oh, she knows her shit. Mm -hmm. um, and that's one of the reasons I love her. Uh, but I think, like, that could be uh, a reason you feel this way. What if, like, what if, like, Sue Bird was out there calling, calling Warriors games? See, that I don't have a problem with. Like, former players, I don't have a problem with them commenting because I think that they have more to add. Like Doris Burke, and I appreciate sports, um, female sportscasters in that you have the ability to be a sportscaster even if you didn't play. 
which I appreciate because like I didn't play at the collegiate level and I was still able to call games and I could potentially like continue to go to school for that and become a sportscaster. I have no desire to do so. But I think that when I was first deciding to go to college, I originally wanted to go for sports broadcasting and I had gone to a camp and some other classes that try to funnel you into like sideline reporting which I just don't appreciate at all. No. But it's like, if you're going to let women take the route of being color commentators or play-by-play commentators, then uh, provide them with the resources and the training that they need to be good at their job. So they're not, you know, being called shrill on the radio and everything. You know, one of the other things I think, I think a lot of women tend to be really good at when it comes to sports broadcasting is analytics shows. Because a lot of the guys I watch, a lot of the former players I watch do those shows, they come in like, I played this fucking sport. I got this shit. Right. I'm going to talk about how you get in the box. You don't leave the box. You get in his head. It's a mental game. And then the woman will come in and be like, yeah, well, your swing plane sucks. And you don't know how a pitch you can sing works. And they'll go through it and they'll be like, because they had to prepare for this. Right. Whereas a lot of former players will walk into like an analytics-based program and be like, I played this shit. I know. And then they don't provide anything you don't hear on the regular broadcast when you needed to change your approach for this. And and typically people, and that's, I think this goes generally for anybody who was not in the players' circle, like a lot of like you know Ben Lindbergh's my guy. Ben Lindbergh never played baseball. He is a scrawny Jewish man from New York. Um, <laughs> uh, so I think I think that's an area that I um, pro former athletes tend to tend to lack in is the actual analytics sphere because they. Uh, they have a mentality that they don't need to do it. And uh, they're wrong. Right. <laughs> I've also seen women get, you know, pushed into the role as just moderators during some shows. Like, I know there's one NBA show where this woman kind of just... Oh, no, now that you say that? The questions. Yeah, you're fucking right. Yeah. Wow, I've never noticed that. Yeah, like, you're right. Like, they're there to look pretty and be on tv and we're including a woman look she's here but or to like bring down like the 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 host if he's like a hothead or like let's provide a little bit of relief here because that was a yelling segment exactly (laughs) wow yeah you're right i have not noticed that until you just said that yeah i'm good for something you know yeah we finally found it (laughs) (laughs) uh all right you got any other any other things to say that's it thanks for having me oh well thanks for being here (laughs) Thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> All right. If you want to follow us, you can do so on Twitter at JuicingPod. If you want to hit us up via email, you can do so at JuicingTheNumbers at gmail.com. And if you want to find show notes for all previous episodes, spreadsheets, charts, graphs, all the good stuff, uh, you can do so at JuicingTheNumbers.website.com slash website. And uh, until Thursday, y'all have a good one. Adios.